Hello, this is Ro, and you're listening to Roads Uncharted. Last time on Roads Uncharted, we found out what happens when you introduce a banshee into a room full of rich, corrupt people. Nothing good. The mayor <laughs> took most of its ire, and we were terribly wrong. The banshee came after me after some chaos had ensued, and with some protection from eight, I was fine. Believe Trix went upstairs to make sure that we get paid. But in the Banshee's last undying breath, she whispered Barrows to me, which is concerning. We should probably investigate. All right, party. You leave the mayor's house, the door slams behind you. <sighs> Once we are uh, what I think is a safe distance away from the manor, I turn around, I stop, and I say, is everyone else all right? Perfectly healthy. However, the, I, I am a little rattled. Oh. Are you okay? Yes, I'm great. I might be able to do something about the fact that you are rattled. Like, actually, I might be able to do something that is useful. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I can heal some strain. Ooh. So, I mean, I guess I can say, well, oh, um, did you get hurt? I can take a look at that. I can patch it. It's more its more of the implications of what has happened. Of course, I'd appreciate any sort of help, but... Oh, of course. Wait, so did the Banshee die? I'm not entirely sure. Eight, you cast a very powerful spell, which removed it from the scene entirely. But as it was blinking out of existence, I could hear her. She whispered... Barrows. She whispered Barrows? Oh, I knew that bastard was involved somehow. Oh, just because ah, just because he got acquitted doesn't mean that he was innocent. See, it's a whole system of corruption. Exactly. I think we have to pay him a visit unless I, I'm I'm worried. I'm very worried that the Banshee is not done and might come back. Friends, are you suggesting that the laws and institutions that have been installed to benefit the people are corrupt and therefore unable to be trusted? Yes, that's exactly what I've been saying this whole time, Age! My goodness. You can't trust authority. Then what do I believe in? Uh, yourself? I sit and ponder that for the most pregnant of pauses, and then I just go, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I was concerned I was going to have to say the power of friendship if that failed. Can I believe in both? Of course. Excellent. Then let's take this power of friendship to Mr. Barrows' house and teach him a lesson. That sounds good. Although also, here's another thing you can believe in. The power of thievery. And I opened my bag. We just looted. $48,000 of cash, plus a pocket watch and some jewelry, and based on my past independent contractor projects evaluating goods i'd say maybe that is two thousand eight hundred dollars worth in value thereabouts i'm looking is it's in a bag right it's in a knapsack or something it's it's just in like it's in my, actu bag my actual my actual no it's just it. no it's just in my bag i just shoved everything oh, okay. into this thing and it's you know with like a kind of leather drawstring like closed it's just a regular bag like i'll look into it and i'll just that is more wealth than i've ever seen in my entire life. Mostly same. This is... I know I'll say that's saying something. What are we gonna do with it? Radically redistribute it? Keep it for bribery? 
keep it for anyone who needs assistance. Put it into a savings account and maybe work towards something? I don't know. Can we be like walking by bronze bruisers as we're just looking at all this cash because they are not going to give a shit? Yeah, I mean, technically the mayor hasn't rescinded his order that y'all can't be out past curfew. So um, if you if you want to say you're talking and doing this while you're walking, that's that's fine. You can, yeah. Is, is that a lot of money? It is so much money, Aid. This is so much money. How heavy would this be in gold? Let's see. We consider... What was the exchange rate, Renro? I don't remember. I think it was like $20 as a gold. It was $5 as a gold. $5 Or sorry, gold. Okay. five gold is a dollar. Excuse five me. Five gold is a dollar. Okay. And so there is 50... Sorry. What did I say? 48,000. 48,000 plus the 28, um... 50,800 times 5 yeah. is a lot of... That's a lot of gold. Gold. Yes. 200. And, Big and money. I'll just, you have a I'll quarter just, of a million dollars in gold. Yeah, I'll look at... Wow! A quarter of a million gold? Okay. I'll look at it. Dollars are very useful. Yes. They could be exchanged for goods and services. No, no, I mean, as in a, a concept, um, as we're walking past the bronze bruises. What do you mean? If all of this was in gold, I think it would be impossible for all three of us at once to carry it. Maybe even Bessie. Though it is lightweight, it can also be blown away. Would that not make it a little more dangerous to carry in large quantities? This is true. Not if you put it in a bag or a wallet. Hmm. It also makes it easier to steal. Yep, that's what I like about it. <laughs> oh. I say, although, I do think it is a little silly, like, the concept of money. Like, this is this is nothing but a piece of paper, and it's only worth something because everybody agrees that it's worth something. Don't you think that's ludicrous? Yes. Uh, you could apply the same thing to gold. Just services in general. I suppose. But the gold has an intrinsic value to it. This is literally just a piece of paper representing a specific amount of value. It's essentially a proxy for gold or other precious metals. Yes, it is. I just think there's probably better ways to run an economy. Anyway, yes, uh, that's what I think we should do with it. I think we should hold on to it, and then when there are good causes that we could, you know, when there are things to use it for, we use it. I nod my head along. Speaking of good causes, we should come up with a good approach when it comes to Barrows. Guaranteed, Barrows is going to deny everything. I wonder if he's even still home. If he's smart, he might have... He might not know the Banshee is... has been taken care of. Probably not. Maybe we could get him to admit to something if he thinks that the Banshee is on its way. True. But then after that, I, how, how would we bring him to justice? Is it even our place? I mean, what's the other option? So, so the last undying breath, but the, I saw it in, disappear in a puff of smoke. But if she knew it was Barrows the whole time, was there something stopping her from going after him in the first place? Perhaps, perhaps. We should go talk to Barrows, but I, I do have a suggestion and a plan in mind. Yes. For, for after, depending on how that conversation goes. Okay. What are you thinking? Barrows isn't going to see justice from 
the court of law, maybe the court of popular opinion might have something something else to say about it. And we do have a lot of incentive for people to pass around messages of truth sitting in that bag of yours. Ah, oh, yes, we absolutely do. At least $48,000 worth of incentive. Yes. I like that idea. Rich people love their reputation almost as much as they love money. But yes, before I go any further, can I do my inspiring rhetoric thing to heal strain? That requires me to to make an average leadership check. So I think what this looks like is I just say, well, regardless of how this goes, we have been paid so many times over. I'm sure we can find a way to fix it. I mean, we could, you know, rich people seem to throw money at things and it fixes the problem, so I'm sure we'll be okay. And basically just kind of hype everyone up and, you know, mentally <laughs> make it feel better. So I'm going to see about doing that. Right. So average is two purple. That's one success and one advantage. So that you heal one strain. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, you heal a strain. Wait, hooray. Like, But you actually got to use it. So yay. Yes. That's great. Yay. Well, it also means that um, next time it next time if Ro wants to make a leadership check, then you will get the boost because you benefited from this other thing that I did. Okay, cool. Oh, very cool. Learn how to do the thing. So yes, with the power of being excited about looting, you are healed. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan is to go right back to Barrows, correct? Because at this point, you've only been gone for like a little over an hour or so. Maybe almost two hours since you left Barrow's house. What time of day is it? You said it's at night, so... Yeah, it's after dark, so let's see. Uh, you When you left Barrow's house, it was curfew, had just started. So six. It's about eight o'clock at night, a little after eight. Oh, okay. Yep. Dinner time. We know he didn't have any more, any cookies because we ate all of them. Or rather, I ate all of them. All the cookies and all the tea except for the one you dropped for Rufus, the dog. Yes. You suppose we could... Hey... Barrows to admit to any wrongdoing. You see, the thing about bribery is that the richer the person you're trying to bribe, the harder it is to bribe them because they already have a lot of money. Whereas if you try to bribe someone with not a lot of money, they would, would be more inclined to do it. However, I do like the way you think. So if money will not work, can threat of physical harm cause it to happen? Honestly, Probably yes. That will probably be more effective than bribery. But would hurting him be morally wrong? No. Why is that? Because he has hurt many more people in the Blasting Powder Factory incident. Can we trust the Banshee, though? If the Banshee knew who was directly responsible, why did she not simply go after him in the first place? Why hurt others indiscriminately? Right. Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that one. Maybe it's some something inherent to the Banshee's being. We found, I mean, the research we did indicated that they just kind of do that. Hmm. Well, maybe Barrows has something else at his disposal. Some kind of Banshee repellent or some other nefarious working. I was literally just thinking that Kappa, that like <laughs> kind of bug spray, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it is possible he has some kind of way to protect himself. 
I don't know. We, perhaps we can find out when we interrogate him. Question with purpose? Yes. The purpose to find out the truth. Oh, yes, the truth. There is something I can get behind. I believe that we would not be welcome if we were just to say, hello, we're back. Can we ask you some more questions based on the nature of how we left last time? Yes. We need to come. I, 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 I think we need to create a sense of urgency. Falsified, of course, because otherwise I don't think we'd be allowed. We could circle back to your plan of the, the Banshee is on its way and we can pretend perhaps like oh mr barrows you we we come with urgent news the banshee is after you and the only way to save your life is for you to tell us all what happened I you need to tell us everything that happened so that we can go and fix this yes we can pretend to have his best interest at heart and uh, once we find out that he is in fact the real perpetrator then we exact revenge well not really revenge it's just justice at this point maybe we could play that up a little bit more Perhaps one of us could pretend to scream like the Banshee nearby. Oh, yes. Who would be best to do that? We've all we've all heard it scream before. Wait, can you use magic to mimic things that the Banshee did? Perhaps. I might be able to use magic to replicate a visual duplicate of the Banshee. As far as audio goes, I suppose I could try. I'm not entirely certain if I can conjure magical sounds, but I can certainly conjure a, a, a duplicate to terrify him. Okay. So maybe you handle the illusion and one of us can handle a scream and between that, those two things we might convince him. Dax, how far away are we from the from his house? I think you're a few blocks. It took you, like, a little while to get between the mayor's house and Barrow's, so. Oh, okay. So, how about all of us practice our best scream, and whoever does the best impression can do it, because he can't hear us from this far away. Everyone everyone else is inside its curfew. Who's going to know? So we just take turns screaming in the street. Yes, <laughs> that's my plan. We have to determine who would be best for this job, after all. What kind of role would that be? I'm looking at my... That'd be like a performance check? I mean, depending on how we go about it, we could lean into various things, like... I was gonna say deception. As far as what an attempted check would be, I agree that it's gonna depend on how you wanna go about this. For myself, I would lean into the deception angle of things and attempt to be a convincing liar, so... Maybe if you're high enough in deception, maybe you should go talk to Barrows. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hmm. That's a good point. How, what's your What is your deception? Two. I mean, all like all of my best skills are two for for how because of how character creation worked out. Ah. Uh. So I need to invest more. Yeah, I've been saving up XP to get higher ranks. I have three ranks in deception. Ah. Oh, okay. I mean, my character's supposed to be good at deception. I just. Do you want to roll for a uh, for a scream, or do you want to do you just want to do barrows? I wish to roll for scream because I think okay. it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it works for me. I will perception. I mean, not perception. Perform. What's the equivalent of performance? So I was looking at that. There, there isn't a direct. In this case, do you think it would be like a deception check? Deception or uh. 
if you wanted to go like the fear angle, like trying to strike fear in somebody's heart with your performance, quote unquote, technically you could also go with like coercion. Um, yeah, it, performance is, is really in this system is going to be based off of what angle you're going with. This one might, deception might be the best in this particular situation. Okay. Unless you can argue something else, I'm always willing to hear if you can argue something else. I was just going to use, like, adventuring, you know? Like, <laughs> as a general skill for everything. I mean, you know, you did do all that research on the Banshee. You have now encountered the Banshee twice. If you really want to say that you would be better using your adventuring skill, we could we could argue that and say you're you're drawing on the knowledge that you have of this creature and your first-hand experience to imitate what this creature would sound like. Okay. I would be okay with that. Okay. What difficulty would that be? To scream? <sighs> to scream and try to be convincing in your imitation. Or would it just be a contested role against each other? Well, that could be like, fun. Like initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Like a PvP versus type role. Yeah, because I mean, we're just trying to see who could do the best scream, and then whoever will do the best scream will do the scream. I just. Sorry, I just think that, like, that just is what tricks would do to be like, we have to assess the skill here, and whoever can do the best scream can, can do that. You know what? I kind of like that idea. So, yeah, why don't, just for funsies, we'll do contested roles. So, Ro, you can make your. Are you doing adventuring? Yeah. So, for. Tricks, if you're making a deception check, your difficulty would be based off of Ro's vigilance. Okay. And then, Ro, your adventuring check, we'd make it off of... This is technically not a social skill to contest against, but we can say since Trix is trying to assess how realistic Trix is looking, actively looking for faults and trying to figure out how accurate it is, we could use... Tricks is cutting. Yeah, we'll we'll use perception. So Okay. Ro, your difficulty is going to be one purple, two red. Okay. And Tricks, your difficulty is going to be four purple. Oh geez, okay, great. Let's try. I have three threat and one failure. Yeah, I did not do a good scream. Not good. I have one, two, two failures. Oh, wow, we're both terrible. Two failures and one advantage. Okay, so, Sebastian, tell me if this sounds okay. When you go to do your scream, it's it's not a good impression. It really just sounds like you're screaming to scream into the night. And after you finish, you hear a cat yowling in the background, and then somebody yells from one of the upper stories of a house, like, Shut up! up it's eight o'clock at night what are you doing screaming in the streets <laughs> i think i will si i will simply not respond to that fair it, well i tried i think flavor wise the way i would fail this is i scream it's a good scream but it sounds more like the wolf scream uh, the wolf you do a big like like a w wolf roar and that poses a very different problem I turn to Ro and I go, oh, didn't know you could do that. Impressive. Inaccurate, but also impressive. Yeah, maybe you should do it. <laughs> I... Oh, you think? 
I don't think that was uh maybe Barrows hasn't heard it a lot because he has protected himself from the Banshee, so he would not really have much reason, and that coupled with Eight's illusion might help. I will also add, because you both failed as you continue walking down the street, somebody dumped something from an upper story, and you narrowly miss getting covered with some sort of foul-smelling liquid. Ah, uh, poo water. Like a chamber pot or something? Kinda, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. I forgot we live in these times. Yes, we do. I'll give you five dollars not to do that. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know who dumped it, but if if I could bribe them, then I would. Okora has indoor plumbing, but not everybody has indoor plumbing, even though the country does have access to it. Just depends on how well off you are. Yet another systemic fault of rich people. We we, we made a weapons facility instead of investing in indoor in, plumbing. Exactly. In aqueducts. Also, after this, as we continue to walk towards uh, Barrow's house, um... I'll tell them, I'll, I'll tell both eight and row. Do you, do you both wish to know something scandalous? What? <laughs> sure, of course. Yes, I had the misfortune of walking in on the mayor accidentally, I might add, in the middle of some rather compromising business. I was wondering what he was doing there. <laughs> Vivienne told us he was gone. Compromising business was... Was the mayor being strong-armed in some sort of takeover? Oh, no. A compromising business of a personal nature. Very intimate nature. Very intimate nature. Oh, so something only the mayor knows about. Well, no, because I unfortunately bore witness to this. I averted my eyes quickly once I realized what was happening, but... I just shake my head and say, I am sorry, Frentrix, but I do not understand what you are getting at. That's okay. The mayor was fucking eight. I shake my head, put my hands on my forehead. Huh. I'm unfamiliar with that type of activity. This fucking, as you call it. Yes. And you said it was scandalous. I've disassociated. Yes, because the mayor is married, and this does... Perhaps... I actually don't know if this is an arrangement that him and his wife have agreed to. They both seem to be content with it, but, uh, honestly... Yeah, the details of that I do not know, but it's a scandal. It's it is a scandal for a public official to be having um, extramarital sex. Oh, sex! Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you didn't. That's funnier. Mayor was having sex. I understand that. Yes. Um. And it kind of crosses my mind for a moment. Wait, Vivian was downstairs. Vivian is the mayor's wife. Yes. Therefore. Oh, yes. Extramarital. Outside of the marriage. Yes. Interesting. That is quite scandalous. Yes. The best part is that while Trix is admitting that they don't know what the details, like, this could be an open relationship as far as Trix knows. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, they both seemed happy, and so I'm just like, well, maybe they're happy with it. But regardless, like, publicly, like, that might be a scandal, and they would have to explain, that would force them to explain the details of it. And then once the public understood it was a, it was an open relationship, then all right. It's just that I assume that the prevailing assumption would be that it was not, so. It, considering he was willing to offer you double your investigation. Exactly, yeah, like, he clearly quiet, didn't yeah. want anyone to know about it, so. Yeah. So are we embarrassed? As you're finishing up this conversation, you are, uh, find yourself in a very familiar block, looking at a very familiar building. There is uh, at least one light on. I will preface that before you have to ask. All right. 
bro. So you go in. You sound all urgent. You can say that I am outside fending off the Banshee. I will do a scream and then I will, as myself, say, ah, you shall come no further and pretend to fight it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like I like this. This is very this is very cool. This is very okay. 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 You you can do this. Yeah. I will go hide in an alleyway while I create the illusion. Perfect. I will point to that window there, and then you can create the silhouette there at some point, or when it, when you create it, I will point it out. And I shall scream intermittently, as we have seen it do before. Excellent plan. I will create the illusion now. Okay. And I will trundle off into an alleyway and hide behind a barrel. I will draw my sword, go up to the door, pound on it with the, with, with the, what is it, the, the pommel? Is this is the yep. pommel? Right? Yep. Pound on it with the pommel of the sword. Barrows! Barrows, it's urgent! You sh-. And just, just kind of like screaming and yelling to, to, for Barrows to let me in. I'll say that it doesn't take too long for him to come to the door. He opens it up, but it's only like that partial opening and you can see there's like that chain lock that's on the door. What do you want now? Barrows, you you are in so much danger right now. We are fending off the banshee. It's on its way here. Can I can I try to scream? Do I need to make do I need to make the check again? Give me your deception check. Your difficulty is going to be two purple, one red. Okay. Uh, and I'll say while you're making your roll, uh, Barrows looks at you, rope. Why is it? Why is it on the way here? I can explain inside. Just we need. To, I we need, I need to make sure you're safe. That's two threat. I don't succeed. I don't fail. So my I, my plan was to scream, and if it wasn't any good, then I was hoping that Ro could improvise and say, see, that is my friend Trix. They are being attacked as we speak. Oh, they yeah, are trying no, to defend your uh, life. And, yeah. Yeah, like, I was hoping that that's the That's the that. plan. <laughs> Anything okay. that doesn't sound convincing, I'm like, yeah, if it was oh, bad. it's so bad. Trix yeah. <laughs> okay, so then I will say, so Ro says this, like, I can explain better inside. The scream goes off. Ro, you watch as his face like listens to the scream and then his face turns into this very what kind of bullshit is this look an eye roll deception at some point well would you like to try and uh try and convince him that it is actually tricks yeah and i'm gonna whack my daggers on the on each other to make it sound like it's metal against metal and hopefully listen we don't understand why it's heading this way but it was screaming your name and tricks right now defending it off Go ahead and make your deception check, same difficulty, but add a boost because of Trix's sound effects. Okay. One success, a triumph, and two advantage. You say this, the sound of the daggers, the metal slashing against metal occurs, and Barrows closes the door enough to unlatch the, the chain, opens the door, get in, get in. As soon as the, I will add to the urgency, push, force myself in, slam the door, sit him down on the couch in fr- uh, near the window of where the silhouette is going to be and just go and start pacing back and forth. What would you like to use your triumph for? What do I want to use my triumph for? Anytime there is like a moment of him like putting something together like that doesn't make sense there's a the, like one of the sound effects uh, that, that Trix does you know distracts him from completing that thought or the silhouette in the window is basically it, it, it increases the difficulty for him to start putting things together. Okay, so mechanically, we'll upgrade the difficulty of his next check. 
Yeah. When he tries. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I also have a mechanical question. Is the is the silhouette able to move? I can move it around, yeah. Oh, like physically, so you can make it look like it's fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. So in which case, I will have positioned myself to make it look like it's just... <laughs> it's like this kind of shadow play thing, and it looks like I'm just fighting it. <laughs> Speaking of which, eight. You want to uh, cast your spell? I sure did. I made it a terrifying illusion. So that way, when Barrows looks on it, he craps his pants. Oh my god, okay. Well, not yes. literally craps his pants, but it will yeah, make I'm him in the room. take a I fear need... check. <laughs> I'm in the room. I have okay. sensitive smell. Uh, which increased the difficulty to three purple. And I gave those all a roll, and I wound up with an advantage and a success. Nice. Okay, so yes, you succeeded in making this illusion. Anybody, if they were to look out the window at all the screaming, would see tricks fighting what appears to be the Banshee. As you're sitting behind your barrel, you do notice the few windows that you have seen, shutters and curtains are being drawn. Your illusion is successful. I did have another plan for if it wasn't successful, but that's okay. <laughs> Always good to have backups. Yes, my backup plan. <laughs> Eight, are you making this thing, like, look like it's fighting tricks? Try and choreograph some sort of fight. Yeah. Okay, so that is going out outside. Barrows is in the room with Roe. Trix is very successfully adding sound effects. Y'all are just killing this plan so far. Barrows looks at you, Ro. I'm pacing back and forth, so, like just kind of muttering to myself, Banshee, desecration, and uh, lasting effect. What, what is going on? You said it'd be easier to explain in here. Uh, it is at this point, too, that Rufus comes bounding up and is like all excited to see you, Ro. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. No, <laughs> Rufus. Okay. So we went to the remains. And we tried to hallow them and, and, and burn them and just get rid of it completely. <clears throat> and as we arrived, it started screaming and screaming. Like the only thing we could make out was barrows. It seemed to only made to, uh, anything we did seemed to make it angrier. And it pushed past us in this direction. We just now caught up. If destroying the remains isn't going to work. We need to find the source of its, um, of its ire. It is calling after your name, Barrows. I don't know if we have the ability to stop this by conventional means. You need to tell me everything that you know, because otherwise the alternative is death for everyone. You said you have four cunning? Uh, four ranks in, yeah, four cunning and three ranks deception, yeah. Okay. I have a setback. I'm going to see if he believes this or not, and I'm going to use your skills as my difficulty. Can I also clever retort once per encounter, add an automatic uh, two threats to a character's social interaction? You know, save that for the next time. He did bad enough on his own. Great. <laughs> did really bad. He looks at you, and he's he's nodding his head, and he's he's starting to look a little scared. Like between all the noises, the the thing floating outside the window, and what you're saying now, like he's starting to believe that oh shit, this could be a problem. He goes to stand up and, and kind of walks away from the window a little bit, like eh, there's a thing right on the other side of this wall for me. I need to get distanced away. He looks at you and look. I all I know is that the banshee's been here for a few weeks, and 
it occurred shortly after the incident at the factory. Yes, yes, those are all tied together. You were acquitted, we understand. But no matter what the courts found, the Banshee finds you responsible for whatever reason. So wh what is your involvement? And I go up to the window and like, I'll, I'll pull aside the curtain and just be like, ooh, you must hurry. <laughs> I'll do. Like, am I able to see Ro at the window? Uh, yeah. I'll do like this in the window. Like, I'll hold the thumbs up, <laughs> like, underneath my face, away from Barrows. Um, I'll go up to the silhouette and do a very convincing, like, stage stab to make it look like it got a hit on me, like, going underneath my arm or something. And I'm like, oh, and, like, pretend to take a hit from it. Barrows begins to wring his hands a little bit. I, I don't have any connection. I don't know anything about it. I don't understand why it would come after me. Why would it be screaming your name? You think, Barrows, now. His eyes are darting back and forth. He's pacing a little bit. He's got his hand on his chin. Then he rubs the back of his neck. And you're watching as he's... He seems to be thinking really hard. I i don't know. I mean... What is it doing? What is it doing now? Is, is, is your friend all right? I'll look out the window. And I'll do the thumbs up again. Oh, come see for yourself. I can't describe it. No, that, that's all right. I don't think I want to get a look at that thing. I've heard it's terrifying... He then sits down in one of his his large chairs and, and almost covers his mouth with his fist as he's ruminating. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you can see the light bulb go off above his head. He raises his eyebrows. No. No, it can't be. What? What is it? He stands up and slowly walks over to the mantle, reaches behind a picture frame and grabs a certain earring that Trix discovered in a previous episode. An emerald earring surrounded by diamonds. My... <sighs> scratches the top of his head. There was a young lady that I was involved with before. And he kind of like does a gesture like, you know who. I haven't seen her in a month. I thought she skipped town. I was holding this for her in case she decided to come back and get it. Oh, dear. And with that, he sits down in another chair and is just staring at this earring. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that... It was, sorry, above the table. He's implying yeah. that the, the, the person that died that was walking past was this person, or is he implying Vivian? He's implying that he's making the connection that the someone he was involved with prior to Vivienne was the victim. Ah, I see. Okay. What, so, 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 so what, this, this, this person you were involved with was jilted or, or, or was coming to see you and they, they, they perished? Is, is this all unrelated to this, to, to, uh, to the fact it was just happenstance? I don't know what happened at the factory. I left my dear Alma little more than a month ago, and I haven't seen her since. I thought she'd left town. Perhaps she got involved somehow. I, I don't know, but it's the only thing I can think of if this creature's calling my name. So, you rejected this person, in what manner 
Was it particularly cruel? I mean, I don't think so. I told her that we just weren't a good match and, and that I no longer wish to see her. And he kind of shrugs a little bit. I slump my shoulders. Are you kidding me? He's got the earring in his palm, right? Correct. Can I can I go over and take it from him? Is he going to fight me on this? How do you take it? I'm not going to like just, you know, snatch it out of his hand. I'm going to put my hand out and just imply that you should give this to me so we can close this thread. He holds on to it for a moment, gives it a slight tighter grasp, and then puts it in your palm. Yeah, if if she is indeed what's causing this and it'll put her to rest, then so be it. I certainly don't need it. I will look at him just with just this look of disdain, you know, like it's it's a mix of pity and also disgust and wordlessly I'll leave and just go, all right, let's go. I'll look over at Trix and tri- like... It's impressive. I'll look over. I'll, I'll I'll look over to where eight was. I don't know. I this is like Ro is was hoping for something like huge, you know, something big, and it, this this is just kind of like not like uh, uh, anticlimactic. More like this is much less than what he built up in his head. I guess that is anticlimactic for Ro, but just like completely from left field. So when you say, let's go, uh, is it said in such a way that it's, like, resigned as in let's leave, or is it let's go as in let's go kill him? Like, how, how did you say it? It's very, like, like flat. Not uh. like not like a call to action. You know. Okay. We need to leave. Okay. I will say if the group, if the two of you follow Ro, the last thing you see are these giant puppy paws on the window. Oh, and Rufus, Rufus looking out the window, licking, licking yeah. the window, and like looking all excited. Like, aren't you coming to see me? Y'all can go in. I, I'm gonna spend some time just sitting down and just thinking how dumb this was. That's okay. <laughs> I will. Um. Well, hang on. Did you come outside with the earring? I did. Okay. If you give me the earring, I shall say, "Ah, oh, back, vile fiend! Here, <laughs> like take this and pretend to kind of yeah, get rid of." Pretty much. That's yeah. like just to in case I'll to- he's still I'll toss it to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll toss it I'm, to you. Yeah. So, I don't know if I need to make a check for that, but basically, like at that point, hopefully, eight will recognize to like make the illusion disappear, and I could be like, "Oh, that was close. I live, but at what cost?" And just. I should, I should continue this charade for this. as long I as is necessary. So like, so I won't make any of you make a check for this. Y'all did well enough on your deception check that I'll, I'll leave. But uh, eight, what? How do you make this this just thing disappear? Like, how do you end this? It just kind of have it shimmer away. Okay. Like a flash of light. Just kind of okay. ripple an effect like a mirage as it phases out of existence. And then I'll come running out of the alleyway. Ah, great work. We really did take care of this problem. So I'll explain to the group. So the Banshee was a former paramour of Daniel Barrows. And he had rejected her advances. And I assume she died as she was pining after Barrows. Never able to really get full closure. 
and her spirit persisted. Oh. And her death in an explosion from his blasting powder factory, I assume, compounded these feelings. Who's to say? But that does sound very plausible. Okay. So there was no grand scheme behind this guy. He's just a slime ball. Through and through. Every single person. Right. Well, that does seem to explain it. Wow, that's also not what... Huh. Which would explain why Vivienne was so sensitive about bringing up Barrows and how just... just... Well, the public might hear of it sooner or later. That letter is still out there. <laughs> the, the, the public should should know about this. Perhaps, and I look to the earring, perhaps we should return this to the original owner, and maybe that will help lay things to rest. Yes. So, return to the site, to the blasting powder factory? Or to where the remains are interred. To where the remains are, yes. I, I nod my head. Just in case. Yes. I think so. So heading to the church to bury the earring and then back to the hideout for rest? Pretty much. Yes. Mm -hmm. Along the way, I'll say, well, eight, that was a very impressive illusion. Wow, you did an impressive display with fighting an illusion. He was very convinced by everything. Excellent. This is good. So we saved the day. We convinced Barrows that we were looking out for his best interests. And the mayor did not die. The mayor did not die, but did... Hopefully, learn a very important lesson. What lesson do you think that is? Don't be an asshole. Hold on to your keys? Yep. Before we end the session, is there anything in particular the group of you would like to do, or...? I'll say that nothing... Nothing major happens at the church. You're able to bury the earring, and, and nothing more happens there, but... I don't think so. I also do, um... I forgot to ask if Eight and Ro wish to hold on to any amount of the money. I think it would be smart to just to, to <laughs> just divvy it all up, just in case, like, robbed, just in case one of know? us gets robbed, then at least maybe we we can save some of it. If so, you know, yeah. Also, I don't necessarily like. I mean, I keep saying I'm an independent contractor, but I don't know how much either of you trust tricks because I could just there's nothing to stop me from just running away with it. So, I mean, I wouldn't do that. But also, like, how do you know? Like, we so haven't think, learned that lesson yet. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So then, if you're gonna divvied up, I would assume even at 16,000 per... Yeah. Eight or row, is there anything in particular you want to accomplish before the session ends? No, I think I just... We don't have... I don't think we should uh, need to roleplay it, but I think the rest of the night, it's just row contemplating me. Like, I'm contemplating in the hideout of just what people find important and the lengths at which people will go to to protect their reputation. And then also a lot of the anarchists and Marxist thoughts that Trix has been bleeding into us ever since we <laughs> met. You know what? Real quick. Somebody roll me a D100. I have it right here. Tell me what you get. Go ahead. 57. All right. You got above a 50, so I'll give you this. I I'll say that the only thing that happens at the grave when you go to bury the ear and you do run into a priest asks what you're doing, you know, I would assume you tell them you're just burying something you believe to go with the corpse, I would guess. Priest makes an offhand comment about, yes, the poor girl, you know, we felt so bad, you know, would really wish her 
her hands and face hadn't been blown off, we would have been able to identify her better before he walks away. I don't know if that changes anything that you would have thought about, Ro. But if they weren't able to identify her, then how would that, how would we know who it was, really? We'll find out if the Banshee comes, if we hear, like, Star's Landing is, has, like, 18 Banshees by the time, <laughs> by the time we come back. Yeah. Just breeding like rabbits. Eight, anything? No. We'll call this session ended. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time, but in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. We're also affiliates with Friday Afternoon Tea, so head on over to FridayTea.com and use promo code UNCHARTED for 10% off your order. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. Roe is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Trix is played by Sebastian, and you can follow them on Twitter at Sebastian Yue.